Welcome to Over the Back Fence. I'm Di Edwards. I'm Nicola Dale and we're buddies of nearly four decades and yes, we actually do happen to share a back fence. We do. <laughs> we love parties, people, inspirational stories and honestly, making the most out of life. <laughs> so join us as we open our hearts, share our stories and hear from some of the most inspirational people in the world and have a laugh <laughs> along the way. Yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> I've been so excited to see you. Oh. And you haven't told me one thing about what you did last week. <laughs> I saved it for the podcast. So you yeah. went to what? Where did you go? Oh, well, <laughs> I just took off. Uh, my eldest son's living in Singapore. Yeah. And I actually, it's coming up to two years and I haven't been to see him. And I felt a little bit guilty about that. And then I rang him, I was talking to him, and, and I just detected that, um, oh, you're not coming? I was like, I got off the phone and I went, I'm going, no matter what. Mm. So um, lioness to the cub. Yeah, so it was a really quick trip. It was like, what was it, Thursday I left and came back sort of Monday. <gasps> my squash flood of my life. <laughs> I've never in my... It was, anyway. You went to the pointy end. Oh, I was not. <laughs> oh, no. And I said to the poor hostess, I went, when's the rest of the breakfast coming? And she went, no, no, that's it. I went, are you... <laughs> kidding me and I was I was like I had a really nice a bit of a giggle but I went oh okay (laughs) and there was a little bit of turbulence and so they couldn't serve tea or coffee so I had a cold little roll poor me and a tiny little yogurt I'm going oh okay any everything's worth it to fly to see your children and look honestly I'll be honest with it was his birthday Oh, and I was surprising him. Right. I didn't know I was coming. So yeah. you did that actually came as a surprise He didn't know I was coming, yeah. <gasps> I know. And incredible. I didn't know if that was going to be possible, like strategically with work and, you know, he lives in, you know, everyone lives in small little apartments in, in Singapore. And his girlfriend was just a dreamboat trying to get it organised. But this is the funny part of it all. <laughs> I'm like sort of in a cupboard. <gasps> you know, like, is he, is he here yet? No, he's buzzed and whatever. And what was happening is she kept calling him because he'd said to her, mm. I'm going to be at work and having a few drinks with some of the, the guys after work. And she went, oh, yeah, that's okay because, you know, we can sort of stay and have a drink. Anyway, he wasn't and, and he said, oh, I'm just caught up. And she said, you have to come home now. <laughs> and he went, that's a bit weird. Like, <laughs> what? The, what's that about? Yeah. So he sort of raced home and um, is everything all right? Sure. Yeah, everything's fine. I go, <laughs> it's mama happy birthday and honestly his face was just worth a billion dollars like it was so joyous and the heart to heart hug and you just go Wow, that's what motherhood's all about, oh, you know. Because how old's Rhino? How old was the birthday? Uh, 33. 33. See, it doesn't matter mm. what age, does it? Whether they're three, you're oh, no. so excited, whether they're 33. I, I mean, mum, as you all know, or a lot of listeners would know by now, I'm one of eight. And mum used to say about my baby brother, oh, here comes my baby, and he's like almost 50. And we'd all go, really? Like, <laughs> yes. But, but so, yeah, so it was, but the funny part was, we, we, he said, um, you know, we'll go for dumplings, which was down the road, because I said, I don't want to have big dinner that night, flying, whatever. So we go and have these dumplings, and it wasn't too far from where the house was. And he goes, I'm going to have to go soon. I'm going, where are you going? And he went, the guys want me back, <laughs> who were having drinks. They were having a surprise 
dinner for his birthday. No yeah, 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 way. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm going, whoa, it's going to be the best night, whatever. Can and you he's get like, Crash there? Seriously, I couldn't like, well, here we come. Hi, guys. How many? Like 20 of you. And, and they're it. saying to him, you've got to come back. You can't. And Ella had just said to him, you've got to come back. So he's going like, you know, from... I'm going to race now back to work and because someone just texted me and went, it's a surprise and the cake's coming out. So he's on a Uber that to go and go, surprise. Funny. And then he comes back and I'm, I said, you must be exhausted. He said, he's the rest of the birthday cake sort of thing. But anyway, it was just the most gorgeous time and we've got another family wedding in, in a couple of weeks and so leaving him wasn't so hard. So, yeah, yes. that was great. Oh, yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, it oh, was. I missed you. Yeah. Because we see so much of you. When you do the podcast, you there's, you know, a little bit of build-up to what you're going to be doing and who you're going to be interviewing and you're chatting a lot. Oh, we're partying and going out. And I think we've done done a lot together lately we with have. the start of the podcast. So I went, where's Nicola? I know, it's the same because we catch up. You know, all the time. Yeah. Anyhow, but now yeah. you throw the podcasting together, it's ridiculous. The it's... amount of time we're texting one another and laughing at one another. Yeah. But um, I'll tell you what, then we'll talk about family. It must be the theme with Ryan. Well, today we have got a super <laughs> surprise, mm. incredible guest. Mm. Somebody who I have to say I have known longer than they've actually known themselves. <laughs> I have got my number one gorgeous, beautiful daughter, Gabriella, with us today as our special guest. So Gabriella is um, 10th of the 10th, so very special birthday. 10 of 10, oh. yeah, 10, 10. Uh, she's the big sister to Harrison, so I've got my two kids. So mm-hmm. I sort of want for the viewers to get to know. You're getting to know Di and I, but then also mm-hmm. you're getting to know the my number of the family. <laughs> so you've heard about Rhino, who's your number one. Yeah. So this is my number, number one. one. And then you've been a good big sister. Number one. Yeah, okay. big sister. <laughs> All right, Harrison. A good, yeah, a good big sister. I was thinking that. I'm thinking number one as no, in. No, I know I'm the eldest, but it does mean I'm she also means the favourite. She firstborn, everyone. <laughs> no, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. <laughs> But Gabriella, uh, so I want to welcome Gabriella. Uh, You know, I feel so lucky. You're the my greatest achievement of of anything I've ever done in my life. You and having children, yeah. You and Harrison. Uh, Just remind me, there's two. Yeah, there certainly is two. And he's the, once I get to him, oh, he's going to be strange. Well, once I get to talk about my only son, so there's only Mm. one, and that mother-son relationship, which you only know double too well, is is incredible. But Mm. mother-daughter, and also I have to say with Daddy, You've been like a sort of second mother or auntie die to Gabriella from mm-hmm. the start. But welcome. Oh, yeah. Everyone praise to... me. Yay. Oh. We love you. And this is so exciting. So welcome to I am so honoured <laughs> and so excited to be here. No, I'm no. so proud of you both. There are oh. no two better people in the world to be behind the microphone. And I'm just so excited <laughs> to be part of it. So It's such incredible. I'm looking at Gabriella. Right in. Like from a little Baba Bina to toddler, you know, watching your journey in life has been pure joy. And um, I'm thinking, where do you start interviewing mm. someone mm. that you, you feel so close to? Mm. Almost like a bloody daughter. I'm like, auntie doi doi. But I was thinking, where do you start? And, and then I thought, yeah, growing up on the northern beaches and the career you have now, which you'll get into. But I was, I was thinking only because I remember always saying to Nicola when she was flying with Qantas all those years, 
are you coming or going? Are, are you back or are you there? Or where are you in the world? When are you leaving again? That was my constant thing with her. And <laughs> yeah. then how are you, right? As a child growing up with two parents that flew, how was that? It's weird. It's it, For me, it was so normal because it was what I was used to my whole life. But mum always made it so exciting. So if she was going on a trip, when she was coming back, they're always presents, you know. And she's also, so that's, oh, that's as when you're a little kid. Oh, I and love like, that. You know, oh, and then as you get older and older, that was less and less. That's the popper in me. I, I actually love that. So that was something. So you like, it was Bye. always, you know, she's going to come back in a few days. Presents going to be fantastic. But it was just so, I just feel so lucky to have had the upbringing that I had with you and dad flying you both just made the most of it you know Mm. and like you made it really fun for Harrison and I that during would have you know five days off or something and would be able to jump on a trip and go to San Fran or go to Hawaii and do things that we just were incredible and the life experiences and they're some of the most important things in life which I've learned and I believe is still to travel with people closest to you so it was fantastic I loved it it's um and gosh I'm even it's funny I actually think that I'm you sometimes when I'm getting up early and I've got my heels on and I'm walking out the door because that's one of my memories I was like I was going to sleep downstairs and hearing the mum's high heels wow that's amazing you know not hoovering not vacuuming (laughs) (laughs) I've never had that one of my best traits But, but that's beautiful though because yeah. you knew the time like, I knew the, so knew the heels yeah. and my mum was going off to work at all hours going away from your family and mm-hmm. flying on the planes and you'd always come back with the most amazing stories you'd always come back energised mm-hmm. excited I think I actually wrote down in one of my school things when I was in primary school what do you want to be when you grow up and I was like a flight attendant because I just wow. thought it was the coolest job and I'm so proud of you for how much work you've done and the life and career that you have created but seriously, in my eyes, from the beginning until right now, I just thought, you're a superstar. And it was oh, so great. That's, that's And I suppose oh. when you sort of think about it, it's all you ever knew. So it's yeah. like, it, you know. It's you, very true. You know, because I was yeah. flying before you were born and then having you. And then it was great also, you know, obviously having you and Harrison, but it also gave me that time to hang out with Dine all the other when I wasn't have going exactly we talked about play group and all the stuff that's great but mum obviously was so fulfilling when she was back and in mm. town it was all normal again that there wasn't yeah. that um sense of oh, she's gone again not at all or, I don't really remember yeah. I probably did when I was, hear that yeah. when yeah. I was younger I probably there, you wouldn't remember more than me but you know you're crying whatever but I'm sure I would have had those meltdowns if you were dropping me to preschool as opposed yes. to maybe you even going yeah. away on a trip no, I, I can't get that. remember it but I do remember but when you're home you're so present so involved See, so active you know, so yes. it's just like I was full-time at full-time home, time at home. and then it's probably a break for I don't know and maybe there'd be times I'd be able to have a sleepover at a girlfriend's house or yeah. I'd really get to step up and think that I could be the mom if, if yes. parents are away and I found that so fun <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Harrison I love watching that. movies all yeah. night yeah. oh that's actually a great dinner. one Mum's away, exactly. I can play. Yes. I feel like I don't need to say this because everyone listening would just know that you, you are like this. You're such a great communicator, but you were like that the whole way, my whole childhood. So even, you know, whether it was email before a phone or getting my first phone when I was little, there were always text messages and then there were 
I don't remember if there were many calls, but it was texting back and forth to always kind of check in, definitely from around mm. at least year six. Because you're yes. on the other side of the, the earth. Yeah, like, and it was so before mobile phones weren't in, too. You know, the whole, it was just in the, back in the early days, Showing too, age, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But it's funny you're saying that, because <laughs> I remember it's an Harrison, amazing remember saying to Harrison, your brother at one stage, too, they were offered a redundancy package. And I think things were getting a bit, you know, like full on with your school and Harrison. And I was thinking, oh, maybe the bit of the guilt of flying away, maybe I should just be at home and I'll chuck in the job. And I remember him saying to my little boy Harrison, going, "Do you think Mum should, you know, like um, leave flying and uh, I'll, you know, get a little bit of extra money from the company, but I'll leave flying." He's going, "Don't leave flying, no." Because wow. I was think thinking, that was coming from I think that. it's the yes. same thing what Gabriella was saying. Mm. You know, he got presents when Mum came. You know, right. like came back, they were totally fine. And when also Mum was totally away. been present, as Gabriella yes. said. Yeah, yeah. which was a big yeah. support group, yeah. and you were around, and friends yeah, were around, true. and grandparents were But it was, but around, it was also all we around. ever knew, and so it almost yes. became exciting for us if we were as a family doing a staff travel trip overseas. I remember Harrison. I don't know how old we were, ten or something, <laughs> coming into my room, being like, <laughs> Gabriella. I'm just going to make sure you're going to be wearing black pants today because there's a chance we're going to get upgraded and I don't want you <laughs> not being upgraded if you're not dressed appropriately. I love it. Within an inch of his life. <laughs> I, know, I love drilled it. Drilled into, into him from parents. <laughs> we might get upgraded and oh. you've got to be looking the part. Remember those days? <laughs> you had to sort of dress up in case. So true. And that yeah. actually yeah. turned you down. And then you get on the air. So that was like, like a fear drilled in. If we want a business class seat, we're going to be dressed true. for wow, it. But it was, we grew up with it so seriously from you know whatever age yeah. children knew the staff travel routine knew that there's a chance we might not get on the flight that day knew there might be a chance we'll be stuck in the times that we were stuck and it was great because extra holidays extra days <laughs> of school it's true that did happen it did happen and you just add, that we'd was, go yeah i think that's yeah. amazing at the time fun. for yeah. us it was fun you know there were probably just times we said hours at the airport as everyone does if you're going overseas but I now at nearly 30 think back to that and I think oh my gosh that's amazing for you as a mom to be doing that and be so cool calm and actually feel that it's Deal fun it. rather than yeah. thinking it was really stressful because I could imagine mm. I actually can't imagine having <laughs> no. a partner and two kids and planning a holiday on tickets that aren't confirmed and there's a snowstorm and there's flights cancelled yeah. and there's It'd whatever. Be my idea of a but the, you know, yeah. but it was just going to happen and a part of it, you know, you've got the positive outlook, which you do with everything and you make it happen and if you don't take the chances, it won't happen. And on that yeah. note, yeah. as far as Nicola goes as a mum, I mean, and as a very dear girlfriend, I, I honestly look at Nicola and I go, you mentioned the positivity and the presence, but she, she's always says she's just this happy butterfly and, this, <laughs> and a light when she comes into a room. It's like a light turns on. Totally. I mean, and also can't like she's resilient and seems like just mm. responding to what you were just saying, mm. how she deals with situations. What part of that has washed off on you? Oh A or B? What is part of your DNA, like Nicola? You know, I. <laughs> If I could there. get like a tenth <laughs> of your positivity, right. if that has rubbed off on me, right. yeah. I, I'd be really happy with that because yeah. you are so positive. It's but true. you're true with resilience and I think that's yeah. something only your closest core group would really know yes. that about you because yes. when you do walk into a room and you always uplift others, yes. I think people would realise no. how many tough times you've had and so you true. are the most resilient <laughs> person. So are you, Daddy. No, yes, two of you. No, 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 but, no, but it's beautiful. true. That's yeah. a yeah, trait that you both share yeah. you're both positive you're both 
very aware of the energy you bring into a room and you also love other people and you want to know what's the best thing about them and like what's lighting them up and you get it out of them naturally you know it's weird but it's so people walk away going oh my god these two women are amazing over the back fence and they're incredible (laughs) and they've got their shit together and you both do (laughs) but it doesn't mean that you both haven't had yeah, a lot, of, a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. And but it's but it's a testament to both of you that you can still carry yourselves that way and not be, you know, jaded, which people I'm do too get. And I understand. <laughs> you know, all of a sudden I'm going. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but it is true. true. Yeah, we're we talking about that in the it's, car a little bit too. Yeah. That we're going we to. Love, if we've been on planet Earth, so James for, Corden in the car when you do the interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're like that in the, the car. car, and then we stay in the car. Yeah. And then we stay in the car. We can't love it. I break into a song. I have, a, I have a Nicola story. Oh, oh, oh God, that just reminded me okay, of it. Go. <laughs> when I was working at 2GB, it was at Piermont, and I was, oh, must no. have been living oh, in Adelaide. <laughs> Mum did the kind thing to drive me there. So that trip is an hour and 20 minutes, or maybe even longer in peak hour traffic. From Avalon. <laughs> from Avalon yeah. to the door at Piermont, I had two words that I spoke because Nicola <laughs> story <laughs> you know why you have in the car you've got the, the kids all the podcast to is going to do well you're not going to be yeah. short on content because <laughs> you know what Diane, it's true if, if you want to have a day where you just contribute two words it's possible <laughs> I used to drive the kids from um, like Avalon to so to Seaforth and then I, I locked the car that. because they couldn't get out and I was like so how's school how's it all going you need to study more have you you know I don't think you're eating the right foods and and I'm trying the door like no no I haven't finished anyway it's another half an hour so I'm not sure you're not cleaning your shoes when you go to school like that I'm not very happy the way you did it and then it was like running out the door so BJ I'm sure and Ryan could totally relate to that because we have them all to ourselves there's no phones there's no friends I've had some lessons in the car as well there's no TV the doors are locked Or you'd and ask their friends oh. questions, you know, like you'd pick yeah. them up from a party and they'd have their girlfriends or something in the back. So I'd say, oh, look, <laughs> Lizzie, can you tell me about this? And what happened there? And I believe you're going here. And some of the, and all of a sudden she'd be going like this and I'd be getting dirt from your girlfriend. Or you'd be going to pick us up and they're like, where's Gabriella? I'm like, oh, she's coming. Yeah, she's <laughs> on the way. Oh, really? How long has she been gone for? Oh, yeah. You know, like it's just, you no, know, a car's a great thing, actually. If you want oh, to get any information and I have to honestly say that you're certainly in the right field Gabriella oh thank you I'll have I'll have the listeners know we're anchor at um, Sky News yes and that's that's a that's a big call and we're talking L-I-V-E yeah we're talking live and you know the fascinating thing I had a quick chat to Gabriella for five seconds before we came into the podcast and I said because I was only trained in live television and it's the hardest way to go. Like with the podcast, we can go edit that bit out. Yahoo! Yeah, yeah. It's just true. fabulous. Not that we do much because you like this to be quite authentic. But I honestly know live television is tough. <laughs> and my question to you really is how do you overcome a nerves or when an obstacle stands in your way or you know you're heading for something that's just going to fall in a heap? How do you overcome that to have that presence? on camera? It's oh, a great question. There is nothing <laughs> yeah. like live TV. And it's yeah. weird, even when I started doing stories for Sky, until I'd heard about, you know, we do so many live crosses as reporters, and you talk, you hear about reporters getting nervous about it, and I didn't really understand it until I did my very first live cross, and it was just 
so terrifying. It, the nerves, I was shaking. I could feel it in my stomach. And it's just because there is, you know, your mind can go blank. So many things can go wrong yes. on national television. Yeah. But I think now it's just you're getting, if, once you've had a few years I thought you'd say a few drinks. A few drinks, <laughs> that helps. <laughs> no, I think now I am getting used to it. So I think the more time I've done it, I feel more comfortable. And I think the more comfortable you can get in front of the camera, the easier it becomes. Because, And I think depending on how what you're doing or how what you're talking about, but I think the audience can really just appreciate when you're just honest with them. So I think, you know, whether it's, okay, we don't have that grab moving right on and you just – tell them what's happened almost in a way as opposed to you know trying to, to trying to make it, it perfect and that's the nature of live tv things are going to yeah. go wrong and you just kind of have to roll with it yeah. all the time but i do love it it's exhilarating and it's addictive i wow. think it's when especially what's more addictive even than anchoring when you are out reporting and if you're in depending on what you're doing but if you happen to be covering a story where there's lots of people around or you're out in the elements and it's snowing there's just something amazing about it. You want to, you just, you'll do one live cross and you'll want to do another one. There's something oh, really addictive gosh. about it, which I didn't know would be the case either until Is I started doing it. Because you're in the moment, mm. you really are like you're I pre- think the ultimate you, of being present because yeah. you're doing live, it's happening right now. Yeah, and so. I think when you're excited by it, or passionate about it, depending yeah. on what the story is, the audience can definitely That's half tell. the battle, isn't it? it that is half mm. the battle. You know, someone just woke up. That's not work every day. Going for the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Before yeah. COVID, when I was in Melbourne, I would do oh, New Year's wow. Eve coverage. Yeah, that yeah. was amazing. And you'd get to speak to kids wow. that are about to see fireworks for the very first time in their lives. Oh. And you're speaking to families and they've made the trip out from wherever just to be there for it. And you get to be part of really special moments in other people's lives on days like that or yeah as I said before when you whether it's even if it could be storming and it could be the craziest thing ever but it's exhilarating (laughs) because you're experiencing something extraordinary as well and um that's when I really love what I'm doing it can also be frustrating too you're allowed to share the moment (laughs) at the airport (laughs) when the plane they had remember they had a problem with I think it was fantastic they had a little problem with the plane and you were out at the airport oh you've got to be shameless i love this i love this and you were fine and confident still (laughs) just share with the listeners what came because there was not just gabriella from sky was all the networks i imagine they're trying to get some sort of substance out of this story Tell us how that unfolded. From New Zealand or from yeah. Australia? Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. from New yeah. Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> this is just kind of a, a typical day, which used to make me quite nervous when I would have days like this because you're covering one story and then quickly getting thrown onto the next one. So I was covering New South Wales politics for the day. I was almost wrapped up and then I was about to do my final live cross at 3.20 in the afternoon and then I get a call saying actually Qantas has just issued a mayday alert at the airport. Hop in the car now, drive wow, there. The cameraman's going to drive you there too and then the second you get there, be live on it. So I'm there <laughs> driving myself, listening to the radio and then you know, uh-huh. the second I pull over, I'm on my phones looking at, and producers as well have sent me emails and sent me notes. I'm looking online, looking on Twitter, trying to email Qantas for a statement, all this stuff where I, as I've got my handbag, walking to the airport, looking at the clock, thinking, okay, we're getting Lipstick. close to... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing. You get so comfortable. Really? It's on camera that yeah. that stuff... Yeah. You, I send a little just message goes, sometimes yeah, to yeah, Gabriella. A little helpful. bit of darker shadows. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> the lashes to the left. The little of colour would look nice. <laughs> 
Sounded like your man. But I appreciate it. I do sometimes. Just good things. I've had some people message me on Instagram, some gorgeous gay guys who I actually never met before, but they started following me during when I was in Melbourne and covering lockdown extensively, saying, Gabrielle, looking fantastic. You've just got some flyaways. But you know, that's the other thing I do really like about my job though, because it's live and it's it's not going to be you know, it's no. not perfect and polished. Well, this particular one wasn't. Happened. This is what's so incredible because everyone's following your so lead. What so how did that So what happened? So yeah. in the end, as soon as I get there and the camera runs there as well, I spoke to the news desk to confirm what I was doing. I was like, I'm here, we'll go live and you the gist of it made a alert. This is I've had a statement from Qantas by this point. And they said, okay, whatever you can do is just try and interview passengers that have got off the plane. And so in that space of 10 minutes... Okay, we're live, by the way. This is live. This is live, live this is TV. the difference. So yeah. in the space of 10 minutes, there were passengers that were, had gotten off that aircraft and that were speaking to us. So all the news reporters are just, hi, t- were you on the plane? What happened? Were you scared? What did the pilots tell you? What information? Because <laughs> we were all freaking out. It was breaking yeah. news everywhere. It was. It was everything on radio. Qantas has issued a Mayday alert, which is so rare. Yeah. You would know yes. more than anyone. I've how, never, how, yeah. 34 years, I've never, never heard of it. it. So Mayday we didn't know. No. And there was a- ambulance, yeah. paramedics, <laughs> police, all there waiting, for, waiting yeah. for the, the plane wow. to arrive because they weren't sure what was going to happen when it landed, if it was going to land safely, mm. what the issue was so we were all interested to know what the passengers had to say about their experience passengers were as cool as anything they didn't even realize a mayday <laughs> alert had been issued they knew there was some <laughs> issue they were chilled as anything i didn't but get a chicken sandwich with my lunch so the, the idea was just grab whoever <laughs> grab anybody you see, oh, no, you see someone coming the through airport. they've oh, gone sorry. they've gone through see the mop i work in the cafe here oh sorry 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 <laughs> i love it i had someone that would, could only speak french, french was that right couldn't understand me i was like Came from May the from or something. May like day. <laughs> May and then, day. I think wasn't there someone else, and he came off a flight from Japan, yeah. and you know, yeah. like it was just. Yeah, he'd come in from another direction. So I don't think there was one from the overexcited reporter. Get someone to say yes to speaking to me with the with the news microphone. So funny. Yes, they're going to speak because often you know, actually, I totally understand. Like no one wants a microphone in your face and they keep walking. What are you doing? But there's like I'm New Zealand May. Day, what okay wrong person oh. and it was live television one after the other and at least you know even though it wasn't the ideal outcome it's live tv and that's kind of the beauty of it and you right? had a people say if you can and kind I of laugh and i think that that's to. the secret is it not it's like learn not to panic yeah. just go with it because and i think shit so. happens yeah, yeah. it's exactly. live you yeah. know it's it three for three or yeah. something yeah. live television <laughs> <laughs> didn't I work out it. but whatever that's what happens and if you can roll with it and um if you're having fun i think that's you know probably the most important thing but well, what's some of your highlights uh, from uh, your years uh, of journalism are there any ones that really stand out look, for you tokyo was pretty amazing i think to be able to oh, leave wow Sydney during yeah, lockdown. Yeah. You covered it for so leave the country. We were all very envious. I remember that. To go and cover yeah. the Olympics. To go and play It was that was part of the the most exciting thing was to be able to get on to get a plane to get out of the country wow. after experiencing <laughs> Melbourne for a whole year of lockdown, which was Too just so extreme. But that you must was have really run phenomenal. to the airport. Forget the oh taxi. my god! Just run. And at that time, I had to have so much documentation with me i had to have a, a full-on 
doctor medical exam I had to have all all these certificates I had to be vaccinated before even that was really available to people my age and then I had to get all these <laughs> this type of permission just to go my flight was to go Sydney Melbourne Melbourne oh, I can't remember where it was maybe it was even Singapore and then Japan yeah, I think that's actually where it was it was crazy lucky I've had a lot of time backpacking as well because that's what <laughs> right. it was like it was incredible like got, it was like and you have to get used to traveling it was like more than 24 hours to get from Sydney to Tokyo because there were no flights at that time of course but the crazy thing was even just getting from Sydney to Melbourne the border was closed between New South Wales and Victoria so when I arrived in Melbourne we had COVID officers greet us there go through all our stuff and they did not leave my site for six hours while I had to wait for my next flight so when I had to run to the bar because they in case I was to flee the airport and running, you know, running to <laughs> Melbourne, restart my life. Unbelievable. They Seriously. They would escort me mm. to the bathroom and wait for me to oh, use no. the bathroom. No, no, no. Also, no, no. I've got like three negative tests, by the way, as well as, as proof of all this stuff. This is when um, it was really, really, really crazy. Heavy, yeah. And in then, Japan, was it like that? Like, Yeah, it was. It was and that was... Quite sad because obviously covering the Olympics, it's such an incredible thing oh, for a city because it brings people together. Yes, it's and it was sad for true. Tokyo. They'd spent years mm, building stadiums. Like they would, they're such mm. polite people. It's such a clean mm. city. It's an amazing city. Yeah. They would have put on such a fantastic Olympics and they did, but it obviously wasn't the same when they couldn't and who have was millions the audience? of people there. Was there anyone in the audience at all? It was just athletes, journalists, yeah, people awful. that work. That's, that's part of it, isn't Olympics. it? Having the cheering. But they had I everyone know. watching, I suppose, from around that's the world. That's true. So eyes of the world. And, and, and more so because everyone's at home going, we watch probably more TV. <laughs> you know, people have never watched the Olympics. Like, Shh, everyone. Olympics and especially for the athletes because the athletes had had to do an extra year on top of everything you know you would spend a minimum four years right between Mm. Olympics and then there's the extra year and Australia did so well we got so Mm. many gold medals we did so well in swimming so it's so I'm so pleased obviously that it was held and I got to be part of the opportunity to, to go over there. That was pretty phenomenal and will, will stay with me forever. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Love hearing, yeah. love hearing it's interesting though, you and I were having a little chat about um, social media and we were yeah. saying how there's certainly news overload in, mm-hmm. in our society. Let's throw in some fake news into that as well. I mean, what's your feelings about that, particularly with the younger generation and social media? That's a really big question I've just thrown at you. No, it's a but, good one. But, but, but I mean, we, it's our phones. You yeah. go to an airport, on a bus, wherever you go, there's it's a screen now and it's, it's news. It's overwhelming. Yeah. Sometimes even yeah. when I walk into the newsroom, there are so many TVs and there's so many screens up i think wow the producers are doing such a phenomenal job because they're just taking in so much information they have to report on it live they're the ones getting vision and checking the vision before they put it on air and writing I'm exhausted scripts hearing and, it. you know what i mean <laughs> and that's their job and it's so much so yeah. i even you know i even find myself if i'm on a holiday i love not unless there's you know a really great story that you have to keep following but otherwise it's so healthy to have a break from it have it yeah Yeah. and have a detox but with social media I think there is more of a trend where people are becoming more authentic in 
what they're posting on social media and also what they're consuming. I think it's been around long enough now yeah. that if someone, if you're following someone and you actually, they're not making you feel good about yourself or your life or, or whatever it is, so easy to just mute and unfollow. And I think as well, you know, when it started 10 years ago, everyone was so obsessed with getting this glossy, hot, yes. sexy photo, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Look at my life. Yeah. <laughs> totally. You know, and I, lips I, 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 I get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I and get bigger. it. Yeah. But there's now been this trend where people are actually going away from that and yeah. embracing really more who they are and sharing that. They're sharing now more it's if they're crying, stuff. when they're having bad days, if they're struggling having children. Whatever they're actually going through, it can be actually a good platform for people to connect and form a community. How interesting is that? That's yeah, healthy then, is. isn't it? Because it we've is. always sort of been, I suppose mm. you get caught up at the start, it's exciting. Yeah. And But then you sort of think it's, is it too overwhelming? But I love hearing that mm. now, and especially, say, from your generation too, Gabriella. Yeah, how it's changing, thank I God. it's changing. Really? But I think as well yeah. people have now had a, like, a real decade of Instagram, right? So yes. they have... Hopefully, I know myself and my girlfriends, when we've spoken about it, when we have, like in lockdown, for example, there are times when it was really hard to see, even you're in Melbourne and the rest of Australia was open, that was hard to see sometimes. So, you know, a girlfriend and I actually stopped looking at Instagram for three weeks. We just closed the app. And that was, you know, that was ages ago and it's a small thing to do. But I think if you can, if you've had it long enough now, if you can monitor it, but it's good and bad. And like how's the trends right? too with sort of social media too? Because you're so with dating and uh, all those apps too. Is that, is that <laughs> how much do you want me to share? Well, you want my daughter? <laughs> okay, like, we're, t- we're also post COVID, so you got to throw that yeah. into the mix. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like parties still happening. Like, like oh my we god, go they're all back. back. Yeah, so they're Thank back. God. Okay, so that's interesting. You know, they stopped for how long? Oh, like for so long. What was wow. it? Well, I I can't remember. I did a tweet and. Mm. added up the amount of days I had spent in lockdowns. It was in the hundreds. But um, I think coming out of it, I know I felt a little bit of like, like this and some of my friends did as well, where there was a bit of social anxiety. They didn't yeah. want to go out as much anymore. They no, found things overwhelming. Yeah. But I'm, you know, I if I don't feel like going out anymore, I won't. But I don't have the same social anxiety that I might have had after having such a long time yeah. being you know, confined to your house. But going out and dating, I think it's it's back now. COVID's right. a bit in the past. Thank yes. God. Because I've been a bit despondent about that, looking at the you know kids today with, with not so much social media, but socialising. Mm. I'm really excited that you're saying it's back. It's back. Thank God. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I really hope community. so. That is community. community. You know, I, I mean, pubs. Pubs are back too, aren't they? Pubs are yeah. back. And I, I don't know, because I'm nearly 30, so maybe even it could be different for people who are 20 now, right? Then yeah. they might use it more, because I, I think it's like a way so many people are meeting and connecting with dating one another. Apps. Is that what you're dating referring apps, to? Dating apps, Instagram. Yeah. But with so, dating as well, I think... You yeah, know, any goss, you know, like... What, God. Yeah, goss, you know, what, kind of with, yeah. what she's been doing. Uh-huh. <laughs> and stories. More people our age are getting back on dating apps, I think. But, yeah. you know, I yeah. think dating apps have, have their place. He did it. Because yeah. she put me if on... Your, I did. Yeah, that's right, yeah. I remember Gabriella that. put this up funny, both See, our kids. kids. Kids, she said, yeah. Mum, it's about time to get yourself out. I can't go on a dating app. I can't go on a dating app. And this one here said, I guess you get next minute, it's, it's up. She goes, You're up. You're going there. I'm going, No. And then you loved it. <laughs> 
No, but you know, it just, that's where it really has a purpose, don't you think? Like, I kind of intuitively knew you weren't going to meet the next person I never for you on that. And you knew that no, too. So and not right. to say that people don't because, down. you know, I know people who have met successfully on yes. dating apps and that's fantastic. Yeah. But it also just serves a purpose with whatever you, out of a long-term marriage, you're dating mm. for the first time, you've moved cities, you're traveling and you want yeah. to meet someone for a drink. Yeah. My girlfriend yes. went overseas last year and she had four days where she knew she was by herself. Mm. And she said, okay, I've got my apartment sorted. I've hired a car while I'm there. And she said, I'm happy to just go read a book, take myself out for dinner. She goes, also, I can use Hinge or use a dating app. If I want to meet up with someone for a drink, I can go for an hour if I want to. But I'm really content with that. And so did she work for everyone? I think she might have. I don't think there was any. Four husbands. Pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. No. Incredible. I think she met someone else at this, this earlier part of the trip when she was with girlfriends and friends or whatever. But, <laughs> well, but it has its you purpose, know what, you know? Though, I'm still old-fashioned, and I know deep down you are too. Yeah. Like, to go to a party too. and go, hello, and, and meet that, someone, you know. Because I there's think. nothing sexier than yeah. confidence. And yeah. when someone... Yep. I like that. Don't you it's think? True. When it's someone true. can walk, room, up, to, and walk you up to you, energy. introduce yeah. themselves, you yeah. instantly get a yeah. sense of their manners, their presence, their energy, what they're like, whether there's an, like a connection or not. And I think nothing can really beat that. I agree. Because I understand if you're planning to meet up with someone before you actually meet them, it takes away a little bit of, um, uh, I yeah. suppose, moments like that mm, where yeah. it's spontaneous, it's not planned. That's when life happens, you know, whether it's wherever, wherever it That's, is. And that is your the universal plan, I mm, believe. You I know, agree too. that journey, it's like, I think it's just more structured, isn't it? Meet you at three o'clock yeah. and, you know, and then this one girl I knew that met a guy in a coffee shop and he said, oh, all of a sudden he's on the phone and she's like, oh, he says, my daughter. And she went, oh, okay. And then she went up to get a green tea because she said, no, no, it's cool, I don't drink coffee, and came back and he'd gone, never came back. And I remember how oh, it, got, it just hurt her so much mm-hmm. and she'd just come out of a long-term marriage. And I thought, wow, there's good and bad in everything for sure. Yeah. But I just I reflected on that and thought, wow, that's harsh. That's one of the cruelest yeah. stories I've Serial daters, I'm sure there's lots of them on. Totally. Oh, you've yeah. got to be careful. You know, there's yeah. serial people in real life as well. Yeah, you've got to be careful. Maybe yeah, that's charming. True. At least in the past, yeah. you can use all your senses and, you know. Love, love, love no, bombers so. everywhere, too. Yeah, they can overcharm too much. You're sort of like, whoa. So you know. true. <laughs> you know the well, problem with this this podcast? Mm. I could talk to Gabrielle. I know. And you. got to get to our There's just so much history. Like with the three of us, I mean, I held you in my arms. I could just keep talking, and it's really annoying because we're going to have to do some okay, questions, questions to wind up. Yeah, exactly. why don't you start well, off with, with the first off, one? Gabrielle, you're about to turn thirty, but let's turn I the know. clock back yeah. a decade. Mm. What advice would you give your twenty-year-old self? That's a really good question. Did you give that to Gabrielle previously? Yeah, the key this ones. Is, this yeah. is this is I one thought about this. Oh, did you? Yes. Great. I did, yeah. and you know. In some it's ways, easy, it's think. weird because yeah. in some ways I would love to give 20-year-old Gabriella so much advice and then in other oh. ways she'll figure it out for herself anyway. Yes. But I think, true but I think if there was one message, it would probably be just back yourself more and be kinder to yourself more. These are three messages now. And yeah. relax because it's going to yes. work out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, oh, back yourself more. Be, be kinder. kinder to yourself. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, you know, this is great for people listening to this. And the last one? Relax. It's going to work out. Because we all get a bit... Totally. With the world. I still and do it. Can I do and will I be seen and will yeah, I be valued yeah. and all of that? Well, let it go. Totally. 
I mean, that's well and good to say. Totally. That. I know. But, and yeah. then I'll probably have 40 year old Gabriella say that to 30 year old yeah, Gabriella yeah, or yeah. something else yes. because it's something you well, I in 10 years still need we'll, to remind we'll myself. ask you that too. Yeah, let's do that. You know, I was thinking you and I haven't asked each other this. We I must know, do that. We'll have to do that. We that's a podcast around that one. Yeah. Okay, next one is if you had a choice of anybody in the world to meet at the back fence, who would that be and why? You know what? I've also thought about this one. Matthew McConaughey. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He's hot. Yeah, he's hot. He's gorgeous. Yeah. He's absolutely gorgeous. I love his book, Green Lights. Have Isn't you never read that? I had to say that. I love his the book. book. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I love listening to him. Yes. When we went on our yeah. trek in Tasmania, I was listening <laughs> to him the whole time. He has some phenomenal stories, some phenomenal life advice. Mm-hmm. Such an interesting person, I imagine. Or what? And hot. In, and he's absolutely stunning. <laughs> he's, what do we say? Easy on the eye. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's welcome to join me over the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we might be there too, Gabrielle. You go, go away. Your mother and I are Nicola will be on one. the phone. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll come and visit Gabriella. Let's go there are so people. many people. We'll be in the bush. Currently. Exactly. That's very I'm, concerning. We'll look them both in the car. <laughs> Childlike on. <laughs> in the car. How funny. Oh, Gabriella, well, you've it. just been an absolute joy. It's been you, fun. You, I was going to ask you oh, some favourite podcasts if you've like, got time to sneak that little oh, one yeah. in before we. And, uh, and you can actually it read it opposite you. Yeah, it's I'll spell it. O V E R. The. Back fence. So well, I have been me. listening to you two. You two have been killing it. I've oh. listened to the little teasers and I don't know if they're out yet, so lucky me. Yes, yeah. I love it. I love Jay Shetty's podcast. He oh, would yeah. be, if there was a second him. person I could yeah. invite over the back fence. I just I bought his book too. Oh, yeah. on love? Yes, yeah, I haven't same read here. it, but I, I know. I think he's yes, fantastic yeah. too. I agree. He would you. be second. It was, I was tossing up whether to say Jay Shetty or Matthew McConaughey. But I'm sorry. <laughs> Either side Matthew. of the face. Um, no, I just, got a Matthew crush. I love him. I just feel like I can. What he says really, I think, resonates with a lot of people. He knows how to you know strike a chord I guess and he's well researched I think his topics are interesting I love listening to his whatever he has to say whether it's about love relationship self-help whatever it is I love that you think you got me on to him actually and then I love Collide Goss and their two best friends that have a podcast they're in their 30s running a few businesses together we should have them on well guys we look forward to joining us at the back fence next Monday. Yes, so tell your friends, rate and review. How many stars do we want, Daddy? 25, and even though it only says <laughs> I think four. That, I think it says four or five, five stars, because really, that's, I'm just learning, but that's yeah. really the only way yeah. that community spread grows and spread the word. Yeah. So share the potty to friends. Yeah. and um, that's what it's all about. And thank you for listening. It. I look forward to chatting with you on Monday. Ciao. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye.